It is the Super Clash Podcast, episode 18. I am your host, Kale. And I'm scared. Why are you scared? I don't know. There's a lot of energy, and I got really scared. Okay, but what's your name? Oh, uh, Connor. That's Connor, that's okay. It, yeah. yeah, it's episode 18. Connor, this episode is legal. <laughs> so how's your week been? Uh, not too bad. It's been one of those like I don't know, kind of like low mental health weeks, just because it's been mm-hmm. so kind of cold and dreary and rainy lately. So yeah, and today was nice though. Yeah, today was it was the first day. nice day in a while. Today was my recovery day because I had a day off of work. I kind of just drove around in the car with the windows down. I washed the car, detailed it today. You know, just kind of. Kind of a chill day. That's cool, man. Like, I, I need to wash my car. and need to clean it out and everything. And one of my favorite things to do on a weekend where I don't have any plans is to wake up early in the morning. I am a morning person. Um, Make some coffee, clean the house, listen to music or a podcast, and just go. And rounding out this week, uh, Connor and I, we did play quite a few games this week. Uh, three total. Yeah. Um, that's, and all of them were a lot of fun. <laughs> so let's dive into it, unless there's something we, was there something I'm missing? I don't think so. Okay, cool. Other than what the games we just got today, but. Yeah, oh, yes, exactly, thank you. Uh, <laughs> today on the recording of April 30th, shut up Siri, um, Returnal and Pokemon Snap came out, and I managed to snag it on my way home from work today. I actually went to Target first, and just my luck, they didn't have it. Oh. Yeah. I swear, when it comes to Target, I either get the very last copy, or it's gone. Well, I'm kind of glad I didn't wait and try to buy it from the store than at Target. Yeah. I'm going to do that. But I, I went to the GameStop further down the road, and they had both copies, and it was fine. And I spent 140 bucks, but... Well worth it. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I've spent more money on more expensive things. That's good. Yeah. Plus, I get paid in the next couple of days, so... Well, at least you got yours. Yeah. And tomorrow, or maybe tomorrow, depending on how, how things play out, I'll go and spend another 60 bucks at Best Buy for um, Crypton Necromancer. So, because it's a rhythm-based game, which looks really interesting. I think only the collector's edition is 60. I think the other hmm. standard edition is like 30. So. Nice. Oh, and also in uh, some gaming news this week, I bought two limited run games hey. uh, this week. For my Switch, I got Star Wars Republic Commando and the Doom Collection, both standard. And I'm really, really looking forward to those games, um, especially Star Wars Republic Commando, because growing up, I remember playing the demo. Like it was an it was a demo that the Xbox magazine would used to give you. I don't know if they still do that anymore. You're talking about Republican Commando? Yeah, Republican That's where Commando. I played it the first time. Exactly. Oh, it was so good. And I never actually bought the actual game. Same here. Same here. Like I wanted it, but I think at the time games were still fifty bucks. And I didn't have any money at the time. I asked my parents, can I please get this? And they said, no, we're not buying this for you. I didn't have an Xbox, so I ended up playing it at my uncle's house. I played the demo a bunch of times, but that game was so cool. And I feel like it was kind of ahead of its time. It was. So. And it's it's so sad that hopefully Republic Commando will have success enough like on the Switch limited run games to where maybe game companies will, or Disney, I should say, Disney, because EA doesn't, own all the rights to Star Wars anymore, will kind of have a light bulb go off and say, huh, 
because I think there needs to be more tactical shooters that's not Ghost Recon. What they could do... Or Rainbow Six, I guess. What they could do is... So they're going to have this um, Star Wars TV series coming out called... Oh, Bad Batch? Bad Batch. Yeah. What if they made a Bad Batch game that played like Republic Commando? I would love that. <laughs> I mean, I, I distinctly remember you switching your weapons with just you adding attachments to your guns. Mm-hmm. It was super Star Warsy and super awesome. Oh, yeah. So... I like the little, like, blade thing that you would have that would... Yeah! It was, like, one of the very few Star Wars games where you weren't a Jedi. Yeah, at that time. At the time. You had a uh, Star Wars uh, Rebel Starfighter, or um, Starfighter, and then Jedi Starfighter. Yeah, like, you had your, your flight games. There was Rogue Squadron. Gro- Rogue Squadron, yes, thank and you. There was Bounty Hunter, which came around around the Oh, Bounty Hunter was so good. I have the limited run games version of that. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I, I, might, I might borrow that, because I remember playing the shit out of that on PlayStation 2. There was also the Pod Racer game. I, I had that on Mac. Yeah, nice, nice. So, it's nice that EA doesn't own all the rights to Star Wars anymore because you might actually start getting good Star Wars games. Yeah, I'd like to see a variety of different ones from different publishers, kind of like the uh, back in the old days before EA got their grubby little mitts on it and held tight. <laughs> and the only things that they made were Battlefront and Battlefront Two, Battlefront Two, and um, uh, Fallen Order. Fallen Order, yeah. Which was really good. Yeah, and honestly, uh, I, I wasn't a huge fan of the first Star Wars Battlefront they made. The second one wasn't too bad. I actually played the campaign of that one, and the Ewok hunt mode is still... You like, told me about that. Uh, I, I would reinstall that game just to play Ewok hunt again, because that was just so much fun to me. They, that's what they need to make. They need to make a horror Star Wars game. Oh, I'd love that. There's so many creatures in the Star Wars universe. Exactly. Like, imagine, like, you're walking through, like, a dark forest. It's completely silent, and you hear, like, boom, boom, and, like, a rancor, like, comes out of, the, you know, like, that would be they, so they, sweet. They need, they need, like, the atmosphere of alien isolation, but with Star Wars creatures. Like, let's say you're, and I guess, not, not a Jedi, but you're just, like, a rebel or, or a stormtrooper or whatever, and you get separated from your squad, you crash land on some planet that's not in the records, and the whole uh, objective is to gather items, survive, and not get eaten alive. What do they call it? Like Star Wars Hunter. Ooh. Like let's say initially your Oh, character... like like a Cabela's Dangerous Hunt style. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's say like initially your character was sent to like find this creature on this incredibly dangerous planet. Ooh, okay. And he lands, and then but but something <clears throat> bad happens to where he loses like his comms or most of his weapons or something along those lines. And he has to kind of like rely on what he can find. Mm. And this planet is very dangerous. It has tons of different creatures on it, you know. That would be such a good, like, awesome sci-fi horror style game. Exactly. Star Wars horror. That needs to happen. But I but I don't know if Disney will allow that. I don't know. It's one of those things where, like, but you, you could maybe make... Wait, what, what was uh, Fallen Order rated? I think it was rated T. Was it? Mm-hmm. I don't know if they'd branch as far as to go M, but I feel like they could, maybe. I don't know. Other than those limited run games and our Star Wars tangent, let's move on to <clears throat> what game do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about Pokemon Session or Zombie Army or Let's go Pokemon first. Okay, cool. So I've been getting back into Pokemon Shield, and as I established before in previous episodes, I was never really into Pokemon. I just am just now starting to get into Pokemon. I'm 
at the fire gym right now, but right now I'm I'm uh, working up my water Pokemon so I can easily defeat him. And so Are you using my Sobble, I gave you? Yes, and we'll 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 get to our battle pretty soon. But overall, I'm getting really into it. I'm starting all the weaknesses of the Pokemon and just the abilities of your Pokemon that that you acquire. It's all starting to click for me. Mm-hmm. Right now, my best Pokemon is my Hitmonchan. Nice. Uh, to where he has a th- Ice Punch, Thunder Punch, Fire Punch, and Drain Punch. So he is very well equipped to deal with almost any kind of elemental Pokemon that he runs into. Yeah. The only thing where he would probably struggle is if he had to fight, like, a psychic type. Yeah, but I haven't really fought a psychic type yet. Um, although, I did manage to, to uh, catch an Onix a couple days ago. Nice. So that's a really big rock Pokemon. And I wish Onix was a better Pokemon. Really? Like, he's, he's really, really cool, but he's stat-wise, he's not that great. And even his evolved form of Steelix is not super great hmm. so and i also caught a magikarp but how am i supposed to get him to evolve am i just supposed to be in my party yep. and just level him up to yes to gyarados yep, yep you're right on target yeah level 20 is when he evolves and is, is gyarados even a good pokemon um, a water pokemon gyarados has really high gyarados attack. okay see you you can you can tell that i have not really been a pokemon very long because i barely know the names of the pokemon so he has really high attack um, and pretty good speed, if I recall. But he is four times weak against electric because he's a water flying. So hmm. as long as you're not fighting something that has an electric move, you'll probably be okay. But that's something to consider. <laughs> good to know. Good to know. And then Connor kind of helped me out, and he gave me some Pokemon. I did. And then we also had a Pokemon battle, and that was a lot of fun. It's definitely a lot of fun once... Um, if you have Pokemon that are approximately the same level, mm-hmm. there's actually a thing that we could do if you wanted to battle again soon, where you can. Set I should have brought match. my Switch. You, you can set up a match, and I can bring whatever Pokemon I want. You know, they could be level 100, they could be level 10, and you can bring whatever Pokemon you want, and it will level balance them all to level 50. Cool. So you can evenly fight somebody, and you're not getting like steamrolled. When we battled. Uh, you had Pokemon from between like level twenty to twenty six, and then I brought ones that were level twenty, mm-hmm. and I didn't have very many. I think I grabbed basically every level twenty something I had. Right. A cool thing about Pokemon Sword and Shield, and even about Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, is that you can move your Pokemon into an app called Pokemon Home. So I I have like about fifteen sixteen hundred Pokemon in mm-hmm. my Pokemon Home app, and then I have a few hundred in the game too but yeah i am seriously considering getting pokemon home because i have really powerful pokemon in pokemon go like my machamp and my tyranitar is pretty up there in terms of power i don't really know uh, how what their attack is off the top of my head right now because i haven't opened up pokemon go in a while it's just really cool how you can take that and move it to the games and i just want to do it just to try it especially since what it's only five dollars a year yeah so it's not that bad Moving on to our Pokemon battle, I got really, really close to beating Connor. You did beat me. No, you beat me. I'm pretty sure you won. No, because uh, I think my last power of a Pokemon was my Hitmonchan, and I Dynamaxed it. I, I seriously thought about uh, throwing a Revive Potion in there, but I didn't know if that was breaking the unwritten rules of, of it. Not, not, not a Revive Potion, but a, but a potion to refill his health. I think the rules that we had it set at was no items. I think I looked 
double check while I was in the game. Okay. So no okay. But and then I Dynamaxed my uh, my Hitman Chan, and your ability just did uh, just enough damage to kill him. I couldn't use my Dynamax anymore. So <laughs> and then my last Pokemon was uh, was like. I think a feeble, but it didn't do much to you, and then you just steamrolled it, and I lost. I swore you won, but no, <laughs> it it was really close. We were both down to our last Pokemon. I was using like a at the end. I was using the cherry, wasn't I? I was yeah, the Cherim. I mm-hmm. think is what it was, or Cheruby, maybe. Yep. <laughs> and I was like attacking <laughs> this stupid cherry Pokemon. <laughs> uh, that's but, all I had, though. I yeah. Know. But I'm I'm really really getting into it. I'm really enjoying it. It's it's a game that I'll play before going to bed. So the question is, regarding this, are you going to get the new Pokemon game that comes out this year and the one that comes out next year? Yes, I am. Okay. Um, you never did answer my text though, because uh, because I'm thinking about getting Sword. Uh-huh. Um, I I've always known that there's always two versions of po- of a Pokemon game, just with different starters. Is it the same game with the same towns, same gym leaders, or is it two completely different games? Somewhere in between. Um, so every Pokemon game, there there is typically two. Sometimes there's three for every generation. A good example would be there's Sapphire and Ruby, and there's also Emerald, or there's Gold and Silver, and there's also Crystal. Mm-hmm. Um, the differences in this one are the Pokemon that you can catch... Uh, which can be solved by just having somebody who has a different game than you. You can just right. trade over the ones you're missing. Right. Um, and Lainey has sh- a sword already, so we could theoretically get any Pokemon we needed. The, the main difference is a few of the gym leaders, if I recall, are different. Okay. Um, with different type Pokemon. And I think that's the same in the DLC, too. So, So the games are different enough. I don't know if I'd say it's different enough to buy it. I would say if you, if Lily was interested and you wanted to get her a copy, I'd get her sword just for that reason. And okay. Could, like you could look at the different you know characters, and if she had different Pokemon than you, she could trade you. I don't think it's different enough to replay it because the story is still the exact same. It's just some of the gems have different typings. Okay, so so you wouldn't necessarily justify having both both copies just for one person. Not unless you really just wanted to catch all the Pokemon and you didn't know anybody else who had it. <laughs> okay, cool. So yeah, looking forward to those those games later this year and next year. And so you're gonna get diamond or pearl. I don't know. I got I gotta look further into it. I'm getting diamond because I originally played diamond on the DS. Okay, so I don't know. I'll probably just follow the suit. <laughs> so or I can get pearl and. Uh, I know Lainey's getting pearl. So if, if you can get either one, and if there's a Pokemon you can't catch, I do like diamonds a lot. So Dialga is, I think, is cooler than Palkia because Dialga is, I want to say he's Dragon Steel, and Palkia okay. is Dragon Water. Dragon Steel. Yeah. Sounds like a, a power metal band. Yeah. Dragon Steel. Yeah. It's they represent. I think. Space I guess it's time. I guess it's uh sounds close to Dragon Force, but you can name yours Dragon Force. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So yeah, that that's Pokemon. Like again, not a lot to talk about about it because it's just it's a Pokemon game. How, how far are you in? You say how many? Gyms? Uh, I am just about to fight the Fire Gym leader. Have you leveled up the Pokemon that I I sent over to you? Yes, I. They've been part of my party. 
and so they're, they're worth having trust yeah me. yeah yeah <laughs> um i'm just leveling up my most of my water pokemon before i actually dive in so i'm just like exploring going into tall grass fighting pokemon leveling up for the record i sent him a dreepy a ralts mm-hmm. a charmander and a sobble yeah <laughs> mm-hmm so it's it's really good, and can't wait to play some Pokemon Snap later tonight either. Yeah, I think Lanny was gonna install that. I I'm gonna play some Returnal, and and then maybe end the night with some Pokemon Snap when I get home because as soon as we're done recording, Connor and I are gonna watch Nobody. Yeah. Which is which is a movie we we've been waiting to watch that movie for a while. Uh, we could you could use this as a moment to segue into the movie that I just. Watched. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I I know this is kind of an all around episode, but all our episodes are on tangents. We just call it, we just just need to call this the Tangent Cast podcast. It's just a conversation. It, it it really is, and there there is an overarching themes and everything, but our content is just a conversation to the point where it's really really hard to to write a description for episodes and name the episodes. So. Yeah. So I, I just I just, when I listen to the episode I'm just like, well that sounds kind of funny that'd be a good title blah, 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 done. But Connor saw Willy's Wonderland, a movie that I saw a couple weeks ago. So now that we both seen it, we can talk more into spoiler territory. So skip ahead like I'll I'll set a timer for like ah fuck it. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll post it. Oh I don't know. You can put a timestamp in it. I, yeah, I, I could. So, um, go ahead. But yeah, so, Kale already watched Willy's Wonderland. He was the one who recommended it to me. And I went ahead and I ordered the Blu-ray about a month ago from Best Buy. Mm-hmm. And they kept delaying my order, which was a real bummer. Uh, but I finally got it, and I decided to watch it. And I was I was hoping it would be a good movie, because of basically what you said. And I think it, it did live up to the expectations you set. It was just different than what I expected, I think. Okay. Um, I mean, I'll give some spoilers, I guess. So essentially, there's a a very stoic man who chugs soda. I I couldn't tell if it was soda or beer. I think it's soda. You think? I'm pretty sure it's soda. I think it says on there it's like some sort of like flavored soda. I I guess because he he was getting one every hour. He didn't seem any drunker. So yeah. Unless he was so badass that he doesn't get drunk. And he's driving this super nice Camaro, and then he goes over um, basically police spikes in the road, and it pops all four of his tires. Yep. And so he's in this small town, and they tell him, oh, you know, it'll be this much to fix it. And he tries to pay, and they're like, oh, well, we can't take cards here. You know, you're going to have to be cash. And he's like, well, you know, he's like, he doesn't say anything. He's a very he's a silent protagonist, but he indicates that he does not have money uh, in cash form. And so they're like, well, you know, you, I know this guy, and you could, you could work um, cleaning up this building, um, and then, you know, we'd, we'd call it square. And so he agrees, and it's this place called Willie's Wonderland, which is kind of like a, you know, a... Chuck E. Cheese, almost. It, yeah, if you're an American, it, it's like Chuck E. Cheese, right? Um, and if you're Australian or British, just, I don't know what you have, equivalent to a Chuck E. Cheese? Uh, Sir Charles of the Cheese, I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sir Charles of the Cheddar. Um, it, it's basically a, a, a place where kids go and they can play games and they can look at animatronics dancing on stage and have junk junk food like pizza or hot dogs. Really kind of shitty pizza. Yeah. Um, so he's told to go work on this place. Uh, meanwhile, there's a side character who's trying, she's like a teenager, and she's trying with her group of friends to burn down this building. Mm-hmm. And you find out that the previous 
owner was part of like this evil cult, and all the people who worked for him were part of like this evil cult. They were all like serial killers. Yeah, they were. They're all terrible people, right? And they basically did like a mass <coughs> suicide. I'm losing my voice here. You're good. And uh, take a take a sip of your Red Bull. Uh, let me take a little little sip here. Sorry. <laughs> okay. And they uh, put their their souls basically into these animatronics. Yep. The funny it's thing, totally wacky. Oh yeah, it's it's weird. <laughs> the funny thing about it is how nonchalantly the main character <laughs> acts to these like these animatronics. Like, I'm gonna eat your face off, and they like come after him. He just like starts punching them and slapping them and kicking it's them. Like, like, I think that was my favorite part. Like the first reveal of the of the I want to say the ostrich. Yeah, it's like an ostrich. G- gets in Nicolas Cage's face doesn't even react he just breaks the mop in half starts stabbing him beating the shit out of him with it it's so funny and then every hour he goes to the break room sits down cracks open a soda and then starts playing uh pinball mm-hmm. and he just he does that for about 15 minutes he looks at his thing goes oh and then he goes back out and he starts fixing stuff and he just like totes the bodies of these <laughs> these animatronics out to the dumpster and just chucks them in there um well well he's locked inside so he just puts them in big plastic bags next to the door yeah 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 and so in the meanwhile uh these teenagers are trying to break in and they break in and they start getting killed off horribly yeah and so stupid and the reason why they break in is because they were going to burn it down then they realized there was a guy in there and they wanted well the main girl wanted to save him yeah so just because she thought he was going to be another victim mm-hmm. a sacrifice to these and and so i'm going to segue into these group of kids here for a minute uh so these group of kids are basically your your cliche teenagers in a slasher film and i mean that in the best way possible I think it was intentional because you have the slut. Um, you have the the pretty boy that has a crush on, on the main girl. and It's everything in a slasher film. Yeah. And <laughs> they, the moment they like, go into the building, I'm, I, I was watching it with my wife, and I was like, they're all going to die. And, like, yep. I'm just like, they're all going to die. And uh, they, they all start doing dying in horrible ways and the funny thing is like the main character he just like doesn't really do anything to particularly protect them like they'll be in the middle of getting attacked and all of a sudden his little timer will go off to let him know he goes on break he just stops you know fighting them turns around and goes and takes his break exactly leaving them to their you know defenseless selves out there exactly it's i loved it okay let me take that back i don't think it was a great movie but it's damn entertaining it's it's a fun movie to put on, crack open a beer and just sit back and relax too. Yeah, and like Nicolas Cage does his like dance number while playing pinball. Yeah, <laughs> for like it was like a three minute dance number. He, he gets really excited about pinball. <laughs> yeah, but I enjoyed it a lot. My favorite scene is when he he takes all his sodas out of the fridge, puts them in a bag, ties up the bag, and then just starts beating this animatronic <laughs> yeah. with them. So good. Oh man. <laughs> but yeah, that that's that's Willy's Wonderland. It's it's good. I wouldn't really consider this a spoiler. The movie's really predictable. Yeah, there there was nothing where I was like, oh no, I didn't see this coming. And I could be wrong, but I think it was meant to be predictable too. Like, yeah, and I don't think knowing the plot ruins the story. Like, I could no. watch it again and still be hilariously like entertained mm. by the fact that he's 
like punching and fighting these animatronics. The this the scene where he fights the hippo in in the bathroom where he just like kicks open all the doors, yes. and then the, I think the very last one he opens gingerly. Yeah. <laughs> I like how he like he takes it over and like smashes jaw on a urinal. Yes. So he up. fucking curb stomps him on a urinal. Yes. <laughs> it's great. Oh. And then he just goes back to cleaning afterwards. He's like cleaning their like they don't have blood, they have like oil. oil. And he's like cleaning yep. oil off things, like It's great. They, they go into the, the, the thing at the end of the day, they're building, and it's just pristine. It's mm-hmm. like perfectly clean. And they're shocked that he survived. And like yeah. so so they kind of look at him dead in the eye and hand him back his keys. And he's yeah. like he sends him on his way with, with the main girl. Yeah. So I don't know where they will go if there's a sequel. Yeah, I don't I don't know how you would do it. Um, My guess is, and I had this conversation with Lily, is he goes into a town of zombies. It could be. Because I don't know where you would go from animatronics. My my first thought was zombies. They could just do like this like really... Or or he's trapped in a... Uh, I don't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. He's trapped at a carnival okay. with animatronics and carnies. They could just do like a very dumb series about like him just driving to different towns, encountering mm-hmm. things. And then very like stoically, just like mm-hmm. fighting off these things. It's it really would be Nicolas Cage's like easiest acting gig because he doesn't have to say a word of dialogue. No, he's just a punch <laughs> shit. That's all. He <laughs> exactly. Does. And you know, there, they, there's been talk for a long time about a Five Nights at Freddy's um, style movie. I think if they're gonna do it, they should do it like this. Mm-hmm. Something similar, like where it's like there's a horror comedy. Yeah. Yes. I, I don't know if you could take yourself too seriously with a Five Nights at Freddy's movie. No. You know? But I, I would look, I would definitely watch any sort of follow-up to that film. Me too. Definitely. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's Wally's, that's Willie's Wonderland, not Wally's Wonderland. Yeah, Willie's Wonderland. Willie's Wonderland. So, let's, uh, let's kind of round out this episode. We're about 30 minutes in now. With the two games that Connor and I played, other than Pokemon, we'll start with Zombie Army. Actually, both these games we played are similar. They're made by the same people. Um, I think one was a mod for the other at one point. Yeah. We played Zombie Army and Sniper Elite 4. And Zombie Army was the mod for Sniper Elite 4. We played this game with our buddy Trey. And, oh man, it was so much fun. The concept of this game is it's a co-op game with basically Nazi zombies. It's essentially just not. And but it has a bit more simplified mechanics of Sniper Elite, but it still has the kill cam of uh, Sniper Elite. The difference is is that when the when the bullet hits the target and you know it goes in like X-ray mode, you can see the bones, the organs. They're all like gross and zombie-like. Yeah. Uh, we got pretty far into the, into the game. We we made it up to armored giant zombies. Uh yeah, and the the weird like creeper ones that crawl on the ground right yeah Yeah. and it was it was a lot of fun like to me time just seemed to fly by like i didn't realize we were playing for like two hours oh yeah two three hours i would i could easily sink like three or four hours into it without even thinking especially when you're with uh some good friends just shooting the shit and shooting zombies yeah and so i really don't have a lot to say about the game really because there's really not I, i can't tell you anything about the story or or anything just it's you're literally just here's a level here's lots of zombies snipe them have fun yeah it's like this uh so i have the zombie army trilogy which are the three games that came before obviously and i haven't really played through that one so i don't know what if there's like a through story through all of them 
Yeah, I don't um, know. That said, I think it has something to do with like the occult, like you know, uh, how there's there's been like tons of talk over the years how like oh the Nazis were into the occult and they did this and blah blah blah. So this is like if they got into the occult. So there's like hell planes in this. There's mm-hmm. like these zombie snipers. There's uh, zombie sharks. Yeah, there, there's zombies that can resurrect other zombies, and, and there's lots of different stuff. So it's very it's very unique. It's not like you're just shooting undead all mm-hmm. the time, right? Um, and and it kind of it kind of follows in the shadow of Left 4 Dead. So you have a safe room, and you have to get to the other safe room. Like in the safe room, you—that's where you can upgrade your weapons, you get health kits, to kind of plan your strategy. Because I would say there is a little bit of strategy in this game. Yeah. In order to survive, because the game does get really difficult. Yeah, it can. It definitely can. I feel like it's a pretty fair and balanced game, though. Mm-hmm. The more players you have, I will say, Trey and I died a lot more when we played through together, and we played through probably. Um, so there are different. There are different missions, and there are like two to three chapters within each mission. Mm-hmm. I think we were like five missions in, whereas I think we just finished our third, maybe. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, we, we died quite a few times when it was just the two of us. But with three of us, it's way more balanced and fair. Uh, I think with four, you know, we would just be blowing through it. Just, we gotta know, get unless Dave- they scaled everything up. We got to get David in on it. You just got to pull him away from his Dragon Ball game. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Tried talking. To Love Lady, you, David. She loves. Um, she liked Left 4 Dead, and she also liked uh, World War Z. So I thought maybe she'd like it, but I don't know. She was kind of iffy on it. Eh, everyone has their tastes, so I think the controls are better in this. Way better than Cyber Elite, which we'll we'll get into when we finish this up. Yeah. But so overall, do you want to keep playing it? Yeah, I, I definitely want to keep playing. I I've been saying that we need to finish a co-op game at some point. That's true. The only game that we finished was Godfall. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> uh, I mean, we still got we still got to play Borderlands. Yeah. And we got to play. Uh, what's the other one? Remnant. No. Well, Remnant was one of them. Yeah. About what's the other one though? PS Five game. Oh, Outriders. Outriders. That's the one. Oh man, that I <laughs> I feel like that's gonna be a just I just want to want to be done with it game. Really. I don't know. It's just like maybe it's gotten better. Maybe it gets better as you go on, but yeah. just that beginning and the and the uh, epileptic, 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 epileptic uh, yeah. cameraman. Yeah, oh yeah, that game can make you sick at times. Yeah, and so Ugh. man, we're we're really breezing through this. It we're <laughs> this might be a shorter episode at this rate. Damn. Well, yeah. I mean, we've played. We've played a decent number of games. There's just not a lot to talk about. Yeah, I mean, what can you really say about a game where you just you shoot a bunch of zombies? Mm-hmm. I mean, the the fun part about it is the the bullet time thing, where they kind of slow down the bullet and you can watch kills. And I found a way to like crank that setting up. So yes, it happens more uh-huh. often. And it's it's so funny because you'd be playing, and then Connor or Trey would do a good shot, and what it does is. Is I I don't want to say this this is a bad thing, but it takes control away from you and you spectate uh, the bullet hitting the zombie. What it does is so here here's how they do it to where it doesn't interrupt anybody. If there's no combat going on on the other player's screens, it will go into bullet time and show you. Okay. So if you were like in the middle of shooting something, it's not going to take you out of that to show uh, what I was doing. You know. Gotcha. That that makes a lot more sense. Because so. I only noticed that I would get like that full slow mo event. 
if I was just kind of like tootling around where there weren't any enemies or something. Mm, okay. So. But yeah, that's Zombie Army. A lot of fun. Uh, I think with I think we can probably beat it this weekend if you and me and Trey really put our hearts into it. But you'll probably have to pull me away from Pokemon Snap and Returnal. Yeah, I, I think it will cease by the time this airs. It'll no longer be free on PS Plus, but it was free. So yeah. you had your chance, people. Mm-hmm. It was free for a month. <laughs> yeah. So moving on to uh, our last game that we're going to talk about, uh, Sniper Elite 4. So this is just a game that I just downloaded out of the blue. Not really out of the blue, but playing Zombie Army got me to want to um, download Sniper Elite 4 to give that sh- a game another shot. Um, I had it in my library. I remember it being free at one point. And I realized it was uh, co-op. And so I hit Connor up and said, hey, do you want to play some Sniper Elite 4? And he was like, yeah, sure, let's let's play. And I got to say, we are the best snipers ever. Oh, yeah, we're so great. And we, we are the sniping team. Uh, we got spotted a lot. Oh, we get caught all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> because it's World War II, there were barely any silencers, and gunshots would be going everywhere. And when I say that we were the best snipers, I mean we were the worst snipers. Hey, you know what? We we didn't die that much. <laughs> yeah, we just got downed, but <laughs> it was just so entertaining to like spectate uh, people's uh, bullets hitting these these Nazis. And I tried so hard to get a testicle shot, and you kept stealing my fucking kills. <laughs> I mean, I'd have like a, them like I'd have a beat on them. And you'd shoot them, and they wouldn't go down, or you'd shoot and miss, and I'd be like, well, too bad. I know, but because I was trying to aim for the testicles, and it would either not work, or I would miss, because I was because I would get anxiety that you were going to steal my kill if I didn't hurry up, <laughs> and which <laughs> made me end up missing, and you still have my fucking kill. I loved all the shots. Like I feel like 75% of my shots were like where they actually like showed the kill cam. Yep. I was like blowing off their bottom jaws. Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> it was horrible, dude. But see, that's the nice thing about um, these games is they are super gruesome, but you're shooting Nazis. Yeah, you know, what's the what's the moral? It's like, because <laughs> let, let's be honest, the only thing that can love a Nazi is another Nazi. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I, I should say the only th- thing that should love a Nazi is another Nazi. Yeah, you know. But... Anyway, we, but we, we killed a lot of. Them. Oh man, I got really and I got really fucking pissed off today because I played played a little bit of it while I was uh, waiting to pass the time before I came here, and I got the bead. I lined up, I hit him in the testicles, but it didn't go to a fucking kill cam. No. <laughs> the only the only way I knew is because uh, depending on how you hit um your target, you'll get points for it. So like like headshot, body shot, bleed out, testicle shot. Heck, I think earlier today I I hit their grenade. Nice. And so boom, and then you got po- you got uh points for that. I was waiting by the way. When we were playing Sniper Elite, you you fucked it up for me and I didn't say anything, but there was a crane holding a giant box over a group of enemies oh. and you started firing and they ran off from underneath it and I was like, "No! I was going to shoot that box." I'm sorry, it. dude. It's all right. It's all right. You still love me? I mean, I stole all your kills afterwards. So, <laughs> so that was your real reason <laughs> for revenge, because I stole two of your kills. So I had to steal every single kill of mine. I mean, that kill would have been glorious had it worked. <laughs> Killing those officers in the first episode was a lot of fun. Like, being super far away and then just having that perfect shot for 
300 meters away and hitting him right in the head. Just dome rock him. <laughs> exactly. And as I was playing a little bit more today, you can like change your distance of your scope, like zeroing in and everything. And I realized that as you uh, make your adjustments, when you go into uh, empty lung mode or whatever, you know, where, where your reticule shows where the bullet will go, it will change height. So changing the range of your scope does make a difference. It does make your shots land a little bit easier. And I managed to kill a Nazi officer from 350 meters away using that. Nice. And, oh, man, I got really scared for a moment because there's a mechanic in this game to where there'll be planes are flying over. Sometimes it's planes, something, sometimes it's something else. And you'll get an indicator like sound waves at the top of your screen mm-hmm. showing that your shot will be masked by the sound. That's basically your, your suppressor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got super scared because the planes were starting to fly over and he was behind a wall. And near the, near the end, he walks right past the wall. I had a clear shot on him. Boom, I managed to pull that trigger before the planes flew away. Nice, nice. Uh, it got, I, I'll say got really close. The kills are very satisfying. It is. And I think that's the main selling point of the game. And it, it really shows the uh, how far they've come. Because I have the very first Sniper Elite game somewhere in storage. And it's, it had that bullet time and everything, but didn't, of course it didn't nearly have that much detail. It was just like... Oh, you, get, you got to see the headshot. Sometimes you got in got in the eye or whatever, but you see like organs, bones shattering. It just it's horrible. Yeah, I'm looking at my collection. I have Sniper Elite the original on PC. And oh, nice. I have Sniper Elite V2 on 360 and PC. I remember that one. Uh, I have Sniper Elite 3 on PC, and then 4 on PC and PS4. Yeah. So, we could play through them all if we really wanted Yeah, if we really wanted to, but I don't know the first Sniper Elite's co-op or not. Man, I think those games are kind of underrated, but it's... They're from an, a relatively unknown studio. I, I can't tell you what studio they're made from, but... You, you can clearly tell that there's a lot of effort put in, but at the same time, they don't have as big as a budget because there, there's some some textures and the the facial details look kind of weird. Rebellion. Rebellion. Oh, Rebellion. Okay. So they're not super unknown, but they obviously don't have as much budget as like these bigger studios, which is a shame because I do like these games. If I have to say the only thing that does bug me about Cyber Elite 4 the controls are super convoluted. Yeah. They're, they're not as good as Zombie Army 4, which makes me wonder if the first three Zombie Army games have the controls of 4, or if they have the controls of the Sniper Elite games. I don't know. That, that's what I'm curious about now. They, they, they simplified it pretty heavily in, in Zombie Army 4, and I don't know if that was just because you're shooting zombies, there's really no need for stealth. Yeah. Uh, but I I th- I think if there needs to be a sniper late five or, or or whatever, they really need to simplify the controls a little bit because I think that's what's holding the game back is the pretty complicated controls. Yeah. I wish there was a way in Sniper Elite, and there might be, and I maybe I just haven't figured it out, where you can use your scoped rifle. Um other than being really far away. Like, you can just pop a quick shot off up close. Uh, yeah, you, you can do that in Zombie Army, two, Army 4. You just have to press X, I think. 
Yeah. But you can't do it in Instabrilate. I tried that today. Yeah, that's Unless, what I was wondering. Or or if there is, I haven't figured it out yet. There might be some weird control that we haven't sorted out yet. <laughs> that's what I was missing. I was like, oh, I got to switch to my sidearm every time I want to, you know, or your secondary. Yeah, and switching your sidearm is not is not easy. Like, you, you have to use the directional pad, whereas in Zombie Army 4, you just have to press triangle twice. Yeah. And so... I like the, that you can tap triangle once to switch to your secondary, tap it twice to switch to your sidearm. Mm-hmm. That's so simple. Yeah, and I think the next Sniper Elite, which I'm hoping that there will be another Sniper Elite game that can utilize the power of the PlayStation yeah. 5 and Xbox Series X, uh, S, whatever. I would assume if, assume if they're going to make another one, it would come sometime after Sniper Elite 5, if they're going to make another Sniper Elite. Mm. Is there, are they making a Sniper Elite 5? I don't know. I just know because there's, there's four Sniper Elites and there's four Zombie Army games. Mm-hmm. So Let's see here. <laughs> Sniper Elite 5. Uh, huh. Apparently, uh, Rebellion has released Sniper Elite 3 on the Nintendo Switch. I think I remember that. I think I remember them doing that. I don't know how that would how that would go. That's the older one. Yeah, still. I mean, they have the Zombie Army Trilogy on Switch. Okay. Which would, you know... Because I have the Zombie Armor Trilogy on Switch. Cool, cool. So if you get that one on Switch, we can play that together. Yeah. You if know. you got to pu- probably pull me away from either Pokemon Snap or Republic Commando, though. Oh, man, can you imagine if Republic Commando was co-op? It should have been. It would be such a good co-op game. Oh, damn. Shit. Other than that is, I think that's really about it. I know it's kind of a shorter episode tonight, but it's been kind of a busy, I guess not really a busy week. But I'm I'm sorry about out of steam a little bit already. Yeah. I'm just tired. It's been it's been a ru- it's been a long week. Yeah, I hear you. I've I've been kind of I don't know. I feel like I'm more tired because a my allergies have been like really jacking with me this week. So I like I toss and turn at night because I'm get all stuffy, mm-hmm. itchy when I'm all allergied up, and then like you need some uh uh uh, uh antihistamine. I've been taking it, but it's not doing enough. And then. Because of, like, the pressure change from us having, like, rain, sun, rain, sun, I've been getting terrible migraines, too. Ooh, fuck, dude. I had dude. a bad one right before you got here. I was, like, I was feeling like shit. I was, like, oh, yeah, I and this goes away. Future reference, if you ever do that to bad point where you have a bad migraine, don't feel like you have to do an episode. Just text me, like, dude, I don't feel good. Well, thankfully, it went away by the time I had dinner, so I was, like, oh, okay, I'll be all right. Man, <laughs> that's, it's really weird because if I have a headache and then I eat, that turns into a migraine. Really? For me, yeah. So if I have a headache and I haven't eaten yet, I have to take uh like really really strong painkillers before I eat. So like I need to take like fifteen hundred milligrams in order in order for me to avoid getting a migraine. So here's something interesting. This is completely a tangent, but I don't know if this means I'm dying or what it really means. Probably if well, I mean if you go cor- to WebMD, I'm dying. yeah, you're dying. I was about um, to say that, but. For me, when I get a migraine, it will last forever unless I take some pain pills. And I, I mean, like, it just won't go away. Like, I could have, like, a, a migraine and be like, oh, I'm going to go try to lay down, right? And I'll go and lay in a dark room and keep my eyes closed. I could lay there all night long and I will wake up with that same migraine. Damn. Unless I take painkillers like t- Tylenol or ibuprofen or whatever, it does not go away. And I don't know why it is that way, but it, it totally is. Hmm. 
<laughs> probably means you're dying. I, I would assume that probably means I'm, I'm close to death. Yeah. But hey, that's why I have a good insurance policy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I do too. Uh, so and Lily has uh joked about killing me to get that life insurance policy. Can she claim it yet? Since you're not married yet. Hmm. So <laughs> if I don't get married, she never claims the policy, which means she never has to kill you. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> there we go. Hopefully you're not listening to this episode, baby girl. Love you. And on that, we will end the episode. Thank you guys so much, and we will see you next time. See y'all.